What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, as always, joined by the beautiful, multi-talented, uh, tall, dark and handsome, l- lovely gentleman to my to my far, far right. You, you know what I'm saying? Me? You feel me? I'm getting sweeter each feel week. Me? E, I promise you, bro. I promise you, I'm getting sweeter each week. Man, um, let's jump right into it. E, uh, we we, we uh, obviously, you know, are recording this Thursday afternoon. We usually try to get it in Wednesday, but that's the life of an entrepreneur. Yeah, we're on that tour, baby. Before we get started, bro, Texas and I'm tour. sorry. I apologize. I know people gonna say, "Man, why does CJ keep bringing this up, bro?" I'm sitting at home Saturday night. Again, Curry is coming on. I already know. I mean, I know. I'm, it's like beating the dead horse, but know. it's getting more ridiculous. Eh? So I'm sitting at the crib, and I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm seeing this guy just go off. And, and here's the thing. He's playing OKC. It's one thing. I know, for real, I got love for Kobe. He put up 81, yeah. but let's be real. It was against yeah. the Raptors. It, always. You know, or the, you know or against the bad Knicks. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying Kobe put up numbers on, on, on good teams, too. But I'm saying you playing OKC at OKC, right? They're playing Oklahoma City, Durant, Westbrook, the whole nine. Crowd is on fire, everything. Unbelievable. And the boy pulls up from a thousand feet. And I'm talking about, and I, yo, I, you know, we, you know, tend to go to sleep a little earlier than the average. And I like fought myself, like stay up, because I felt like something was going to happen. And lo and behold, my man put a dagger through the entire arena. Unbelievable. E, I was bugging, bro. I was bugging. I'm like, yo. And I know, you know, we lit, you know, we always overreact to things we see right now. But I, you know, and I'm, you know how I get down. I'm a LeBron LBJ to the death. I have never seen anybody this dominant play the game of basketball. And I say that because Jordan, I'm going to be real, I was born in 82. Jordan came in the league, I think, in 83, 84, whatever. So I missed a lot of the early Jordan. Now, I was around for the later Jordan, but I missed a lot of his early years, first five, six, seven years. I'm, you know, five, six, seven, eight years old, whatever. So, but in terms of just pure dominance, and you know what? And I want to stop the podcast right now and say that I think we might owe a, a, a small degree of credit to the hip hop preacher, man, because I swear to you, since we did that video about the muscle memory, he was already good or we wouldn't have done the video. Don't get me don't get me wrong. But since that video came out, my man has turned into the best thing smoking, bro. Yeah, and I want to say this. I believe that Jordan was dominant, but it was it was more of an obvious dominance. If that makes sense. See? You right, know, it, right. it, no, 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 it does. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, you know, like, oh, okay, I can't believe this dominance because he was dunking, whatever. What we're seeing with Steph Curry is an unexplainable dominance. He's too small. He's too just everything. You know, it just doesn't make sense kind of dominance. Hmm. And how do you, how do you, how do you feel like? I, I think you like Curry because there's some parallels between yourself and him in terms of you know, not most likely to succeed. Yeah, like, yeah. what do you see? Like, like, cause you know, for real, people always want to know, like you, you got these messages and you get these, these things in your head and you convey them so passionately. Like, what do you see in Curry? You know, cause he's, he's got, he's like the, 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 the quiet baby faced assassin, right? He doesn't look like an intimidate. Like, what is it about him that allows him to really just drive a stake through so many people's heart? Like, what do you see in him? I saw a meme see today that blew my mind. I saw a meme that blew my mind, and the meme showed a, uh, it showed a picture of Allen Iverson hmm. and Steph Curry in the same pic, and it says, 
Steph Curry is nothing but an Allen Iverson who practiced. Hmm. Blew my mind, see? And I wow. said, that's it right there. Like, that's what people are missing. Steph Curry, and I, and I don't know the kid personally. You know what I'm saying? I can't say I know him personally. But for what I'm seeing, see, he is in love with the game. He's in love with the game. Like, it, to me, it doesn't seem like he's in love with scoring. You know, he's in love mm -hmm. with winning championships. It just seems like this kid is a gym rat, that he loves the game so much. He loves the process of the game so much. He loves everything about the game. You know, so practice to him is like, you know, playing. Like, it seems like he gets more out of practice. It seems like everything is 120, just everything he does as it relates to basketball, as it relates to his marriage. Like, look at his marriage, see? Look at his right, relationship with right, his daughter. Yeah, it just seems yeah. like everything about this kid is 120. That 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 mm -hmm. that he lives a triple double, bro. That he's not making it up. He's not. It, look, and I don't know him, but it doesn't look like he's partying as much as most dudes in the NBA. It doesn't look like he's taking off as many days. It looks like there's no days off. And maybe I'm mm. wrong, but it just everything about this kid seems like practice 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 i just want to give everything i've got i want to give sweat i want to give blood i want to give tears and not occasionally or not when it's showtime but it seems like he is in love with the game and he's putting everything he has into this game bro that that's what i'm seeing and so i'm thinking that he practices so much that when it's showtime bro it just is flawless man it's fluid and so, E, I'm hoping that people understand that, like, when we're talking about sports and all these metaphors and stuff like that, what we're really talking about is, you know, our, our lives and what we've tried to create as a company. We still got a long ways to go. But when we talk about Curry and we're talking about the Warriors, we're not talking about sports per se. We're trying oh, to draw that parallel. Yeah. So when you talk about falling in love with stuff, I promise you, E, that's the, one of the main things I have an issue with people who are trying to blow up and trying to go to that next level and they know absolutely nothing not about, about their that craft. life, see? They're not about right. that life, see? They're not about that life, see? Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I'm saying, E. So you get people who, oh, I want to blow up in this and I want to blow up in that. And they can't tell you anything about their field. Who's the top three people in your field? They don't know. You know, what's the best practices in your field? They don't know. You have to fall in love with it. I told you before, somebody, you know, one of my clients I was working with, he started making a lot more money. He was like, yo, see, I swear, you a genius, bruh. I said, bruh, this, genius? It took me five days to put my son's crib together. It was four parts. I promise you, it was the most difficult thing I ever did in my life. I'm not a genius, but I've spent so much time with this. I love this so much, what we do, helping people, inspiring people. I've literally studied it from the inside out. I've studied the greats that came before us. I studied the young kids. I'm looking at what they're doing. I'm really falling in love with everything to do about this, and I think that's why we've seen the success, because you as our leader have pushed us day after day to just practice our craft, work on our craft. We have meetings when we didn't even know what we were supposed to be meeting about, but we stayed in the gym, if you will, and we kept working on our game. We kept getting better. We went to the detention center a couple weeks ago in St. Louis, and the, and the young lady came up to us and was like, wow, they've never been this engaged. Now they're engaged. And I told you, I think I told you last week, We've been doing this for so long that it's so fluid to us. And we're not perfect. Don't get it twisted. We're trying to get better. But we have seen a level of success because of how much we work on our game. Y'all don't. Y'all think the only time E speaks is at TGIM? You think the only time he speaks is at the conference? You think the only time he speaks is on, you know, the, the Breathe University calls? This is something that we do each and every day, day in and day out. And if you're not seeing the kind of success you need to see in your life as an entrepreneur, as a business person, whatever, 
ask yourself, are you really committed to the process? And are you waking up every day with that on your mind? I don't think about anything else. I told somebody the other day, I know nothing about real estate and I'm not trying to be funny, but I don't know about that. Right. I'm not. I'm, it's a lot of politics going on right now. And I try to pay attention. E, I, I, I promise you what we do consumes us so much so to the point where a lot of stuff gets biased that doesn't have to do with what we do but we have fallen in love with the process and you're trying to blow up and you're trying to go to the next level with having a surface level of understanding what it is that you need to be doing let me tell you something see i'm in love with this thing see see i'm in love i eat sleep i'm in love with this thing man i'm married to this thing man i i die doing this thing i die doing this thing like it's all i think about I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the fame. I man, see, I die for this. Like if you if you if you paid me two million dollars to sell homes, see, I die. See, I die. Mm. If you paid me twenty million mm. to be in the NBA, see, I die. I die. I'd rather make thirty thousand dollars a year doing this, see, because this is what I was born to do, what I was called to do. This is what my heart is, see. And most people, they not there, bruh. They not there. They want to be seen. They want to be on the stage. They want to be under lights. They want to make money. They ain't about this life, see. They ain't about this no. life. No, and I think that's a, that, that's a good point, man. You talk about being in love with something, and you guys, you know, you, you've seen some of the success that we've had. And like I said, man, we're not perfect. You know, we got a long ways to go. There's some things that we still are working on. You know what I mean? We're still trying to get better. We have, you know, setbacks all the time. For instance, you know, e, I'm going to let them in on, you know, a, a, a something that we go through, right? So we're, we're trying to get better as well. So this week, He's on the road. He's in Texas. I'll be joining him tomorrow in Texas. I'm bringing my family. We're coming in tomorrow. But uh, we had one of our team members go down with like like a serious sickness, like, you know, something was wrong and they had to get a procedure done in the whole nine. And there were some things that they were working on that needed immediate attention. Now, mind you, I haven't had to do like the logistical side in quite some time. And I had to pick that ball up. And I was struggling yesterday. E. am trying to figure out how to get you to the studio and who to book and who to cancel and all these appointments and all this other stuff that we're doing. And I'm like, whoa, like how did. And so now I'm missing other things that I need to be doing. And I'm saying to myself, like, wow, you guys got to tighten up your system because you still in the place where if one person go down. Yeah. It's yeah. a big blow. That's you real, can't always see. sustain it. That's and real, so listen, see. I'm not telling you we're perfect, but I am telling you that if we make a mistake, we make a mistake going full force all in all kind of effort. Yeah, that's good. You See, making mistakes because you don't know your craft. Yeah. You don't understand your craft. What we've done is spent so much time. Listen to me, man. Y'all would be for real. If y'all only knew how much time we put into this to so much so to the point where me and E used to back in the day when we were really trying to make this thing happen would remember E we would sneak and call each other. Yeah. Like we, we were supposed to be done by like five o'clock. Yeah. Our wives were like, okay, when I come home and walk through the door, yeah. I don't want to see you on the phone with E. I don't want to see you on the phone with C. I would like text E like, yo, you got 30 seconds. I just came up with something deep. I need to get it off my chest. E would call me like, yo, C, tell me what's happening. What's going on? And but, but I'm just saying we spent so much time with it. So what you're seeing when we talk about phenomenal will, 
for real. We are not the dudes that's super brilliant and just had these great ideas and we're ahead of the curve on everything. We just spend so much time with it that it comes natural to us. And if you have not blown up and if you have not gone to the next level, ask yourself, are you Curry? Are you spending day in, day out? I'm looking at Curry, his routine, E. I, you see him dribbling before the game and you thinking he dribbling, trying to put on a show for the people. No, I heard him in an interview the other day say, that's how I get myself warmed up and ready. I want to see the ball dribble as many times as possible. I want to hit these shots over and over and over. So when I get into the game, it feels like second nature. See, and listen and to I me, see, you, that ain't coach. Yep. Coach Coach didn't tell him to do that. Hmm. Coach didn't say do that because ain't nobody else out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Draymond might be out there. I don't know if Eagle Dial out there. I don't know. But I know Curry out there. He first out there, bro. He been doing this for a grip. And let me tell you something. His routine has finally caught up with him, see? His routine has mm. finally caught up with him. So he's been doing this for years. And most people, it's like, once you get ready, you're like, all right, I'm ready now. Let's practice. It's too late. It's too mm. late. You already in the game. He been on this. Why? Because he bought that life. He eat. He sleep. Basketball. Why? Daddy played basketball. He was in the environment. He fell in love with it. He, he, he about that life. And many of you, you not about that life. You just want to get paid. You just want 100 million followers on Instagram, on Snapchat. You just want your followers big. You not about that life. This is how I know you're not about that life. When everybody else sleep, you sleep with them. That's how mm. I know you're not about that life. When the lights are off, you not you you not up. You not listen to me. Malcolm X went blind. Why? He was about that life. He didn't wear glasses when he went to prison. He didn't wear glasses when he went to prison. Right, he started wearing right. glasses in prison because he was about that life. And when the lights was off, he was trying to find a light to read. He went blind reading. He went blind reading. He was about that life. And I'm not trying to be funny, but many of you that are listening, you bought the show. You bought the lights, camera, action. That's what you about. You wouldn't do this if nobody saw you, if nobody gave you credit for it. You wouldn't do it. That's how you know when you love it. You wouldn't do it if you didn't get something for it. So I'm telling y'all, wow. you, if you want to blow up, you got to be about that life. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And, and it's sad because, you know, people think that they're grinding or they want to grind. You know, it's like cute. You know, you want to grind when people are watching or, you know, when the camera's on, like he said, Instagram grind, actual grinder. I promise you, bro. And, and let me let me draw this parallel. And I think I'm going to talk about it this weekend in Houston. And one of the things, you know, in 2016, you know, I wanted to, you know, I asked, you know, myself and the Lord, I said, man, what do I need to work on? And the Lord was like, yo, patience. And I was like, wow, because I'm not like an impatient guy. Like, you know, of course, I, you know, I tend to be within the company. OK, I could be a little, you know, a little, a, 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 you know, a little, you know, dramatic sometimes or a little over the top sometimes in terms of pushing people. And I understand that. Right. And so I was like, but guy, you want me to work on my patience? I'm a patient person. And so e, I, I was like, all right, cool. If that's what you said, I promise you, I heard him say that to me. So I was like, man, I want to work on my patience. So I start working on the patience, working on the patience, working on the patience. And what I realized God was trying to show me is you're patient when you want to be, but you're not a patient person. Mm. Right. So with my son, my man could throw macaroni and cheese all over the floor. My man could like break three lamps running around crazy. And I promise you, I've not got upset. Right. Because I love my man. And God was telling me you patient with him. But when somebody cut you off in traffic or you late somewhere or you at the grocery deep, store and you got to stand in line that's five deep, minutes see. longer than you're supposed that's to, you're not being patient. Yeah, right. Deep. And so I realized I had patient actions from time to yeah. time, but I wasn't a yeah, patient person. Deep, you out there trying to grind. Yeah. 
And yes, you do grind when yeah. people are looking, you but you're not a grinder. Yeah, it's a difference between being a grinding yeah. Yeah. person, somebody who actually lives yeah. that grind yeah. life, and somebody who shows behaviors. Yeah. Yep, that, that's it. See, you are you you have grinding behaviors, tendencies. Yeah, tendencies. You got, you got grind you, tendencies, but you don't. But you but you don't, you don't have the grind mentality. It's not in you. Mm. Philosophically, you don't believe in the grind. It's not a part of your belief system. It's a part of your behavior. I love it, see? Mm. I love it. Yeah, no, nah, man. And I was really thinking about that. And I, I was so happy God revealed that to me, E, because I'm like, man, I thought I was a patient person. I'm looking at my wife. I'm patient. My son, I'm patient. My brothers, my family, you, the team, like I tend to be patient. But with people I don't know, Right. Or, or, or you ever been E, you ever been at the uh, the DMV? Yeah. And it's taking a, a few a little longer yeah. than you expect. Yeah. I'm in there about to blow a gasket. Mid, right? mid, Midwest Secretary of State. Because some people right. like oh, DMV. Man, they what? didn't know what you said. Midwest Secretary of State. Secretary. Yeah. DMV, Secretary of State, whatever. You sitting there, you feeling like you about to blow up. You might not even have nothing to do. And you just pissed that yeah. they wasting your time. Yeah. And I'm saying, whoa, see, yeah. you not a patient person. Right. You have patient tendencies, tendencies but you're not a patient that's person. And some of you out there, the reason you're not going to the next level is because you have grind tendencies, but you have not woken up with it and went to sleep with it every single day. And when you shift into that gear, and that is something that E has taught me and he's taught the rest of my team to get up and grind and go after it. And he leads by example. I always say it's not fair. And somebody, one of the questions in the Ask ET this week, I, I'll leap ahead a little bit. Um, Joe in St. Louis, uh, he said he was at the conference. He, we had a great conference. He was at, he asked, see, how are you guys able to keep up with E and his energy? And I said, and, and I'm going to answer his question now, but it's really hard, you know, one, because one thing I say about E is it's not fair, right? Like E, you know how uh, batteries work, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah. like in a remote, like most people, like if you start fully charged, right? When you wake up in the morning, boom, you start at a hundred percent. And so as you slowly throughout the day, you wear down, right? And so you're kind of like a, a remote control, if you will, you know how your remote, like when the battery's dying, you could still turn yep, it, but yep, you're trying to turn yeah. it to ESPN yeah, and you could just get the two. Yeah. This the two come up, then you got like hit the zero yeah. for like eight, eight times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, just exactly. And so the battery slowly drains down. And one of the things that E, his grind has done is E, I compare E to a cell phone battery. Whether at 100% or 1%, your phone works exactly the same. Right. Your phone, like if you are on 1%, as long as you, you could tweet, you could Instagram, you could do everything on your phone. Word, but boom, so. when it goes to zero, it's over. That's and that's how I, 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 Joe, that's how I really look at E is like a cell phone battery. E can go at a thousand miles an hour until he hits absolute zero. And then he is out like for real. We, we've gone places where E spoke for the entire day pictures, autographs, everything, and, and you know, you'll start wearing down. E will be on 100% or appear to be at 100%. And then by the time we get in the car and on the way to the hotel, E is knocked yeah. out. But yeah. what he taught us was there is a mentality to grinding. There's a main mentality to understanding that we have a limited window. And we've always operated as if this could be our last day. And I think that's one of the first things you taught us was we are not smart enough to outdo somebody, we're, we're just not. See, you, you told me from day one, you told Carl, like we are never going to outfox anybody. But what we can control 
is our work ethic and we're going to work hard. And some of y'all really need to embrace that, man. You, you going into your job, you're frustrated, you're upset. So you're giving 30, 40, 50% and how you do anything is how you do everything. And so your life really is a reflection of the percentage that you've been given out. Yeah, see, let me just say this. See, like you can't be mad at nobody. See, like for real, what you just said, I think is deep. It's like complete ownership. Like you can't be mad at nobody else because the energy that you put out, see, that's what you're going to get back. So, like, I'm mm -hmm. not on what nobody else is doing. So, when you talk about battery C, I'm not on what nobody else is doing, bro. I realize that my life is going to be a reflection of what I give out. Like, for real. And so, I said it to this company this morning. Most people, see, hate Mondays. Most people, well, Wednesday is hump day. Most people, thank God, it's Friday. See, you're only working mm -hmm. two doggone days. You're working Tuesday right. and Thursday. Right. And now you right, pissed. Right, right, right. Now you pissed that other people getting a promotion. You pissed, see, that other people are going on vacations. You pissed that the company is taking other people and doing things for them that they're not doing for you. Doggone it, you work, you mentally, mentally, like your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul, Tuesday, Thursday. So so I love what you're saying, see, and what I understand is that it's it whatever I give, see, I'm gonna get it back. So I gotta mm -hmm. go, I gotta go deep on Monday. I gotta go deep on Tuesday. I gotta go deep. If you give me 30 minutes, I gotta kill it. You give me an hour, I gotta kill it. You give me three hours, I gotta kill it. Because I'm only going to re reap what I sow. I'm only right. going to get right. back what I give out. Yep, no, and pe if people understood that concept right there, man, that is, that is the key right there. And I, I promise you, I don't know how much you know, we could say about it and how to get it through to you, but you have to start embracing that. And I think it comes by you need to get this type of fuel every day, right? Like, like we, like we literally encourage each other. And I think this kind of plays into e what you've been talking about on TGIM, you know, the last few weeks. And you, like, man, this has been one of my favorite stretches of TGIM because you're talking about that environment and getting in a winning circle. And a lot of you, the reason you're on fire one day and then the next day you, you feel terrible and then the next day you're on fire and the next day you feel terrible is because you have not put yourself in the right environment. You have not cut off those negative people. You have not put yourself in an environment of grinders. Let me tell you something. You work for ETA and you sleep until 8 o'clock. Oh, you're a bum. Trust me. You're you, a bum. You, you gonna, it's a lot of peer pressure you're on bum. you. You're a bum. I'm not going to name no names. But somebody, E and I, when we were in the hotel the other day, and let me just tell y'all something. Let me just on, on an off note, grinding. We're in the hotel the other day, and there was a um, a, a, a businessman who was a who was a good friend of ours. Now we had just met him, but you know, great guy, right? And this dude, you know, millionaire, and, and he actually looked out for us. He owned some hotels. He, he like let us stay free. Just a great guy. And so me and E, you know, are going in with my man and we got some business opportunities ahead. And he, I guess, ended up having a early flight out. So my man, we didn't even know. But E and I were downstairs in the lobby Monday morning after the conference. E, what time was it? 4.30? Yeah, well, I was four. up at 3.30 down there and you got there. Right. A bit after I got four. down there at 4.30. Okay. We didn't have to tell him all that. <laughs> I you know what I'm saying? I was trying to make it like I was at 3.32. But 4.30, you know what I'm saying? 4.30. We, me and E were downstairs in the lobby meeting and going over recapping what happened the day before. And who walks down? The businessman. So after he heard us talking all of that talk at the conference yeah. about grinding in the VIP yeah. session, about yeah. waking up early yeah. and going after yeah. it, we had no idea. Yeah. But downstairs, here yeah. comes my man and his wife. And he looked at us in the, uh, we were in the little foyer area, sitting there having a meeting, talking. And he looked at us. And I, the look on his face, E said, whoa. 
These guys really about what they say they're about. And the reason that some of y'all not going to the next level is because, like I said, you are not a grinder. You have grind tendencies. Had you known my man was going to be up, yeah, yeah, you would have yeah, been yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. knew he was yeah, going to yeah, be in yeah, the yeah. lobby, that, you would have been in the say lobby. Say that, C. But you would not have just been down there on GP. And me and E were just down there meeting, going to the next level. We're down there breaking down what happened, just talking about the conference. This is after a four day. We've been to the, the youth prison. We did a whole day of a conference, the VIP, and we up at 4.30 trying to get better. And because we're up trying to get better, my man, boom, walks in, thanks us again. Wow, he didn't even say nothing about us being up early, but I saw it on his face. He said, anything you guys need, you guys have my information. I have my people reach out to y'all in a minute. And we, I looked at E, and I was like, oh, yes, sir. he going to see that yes, that's sir. the real deal Holyfield yes, right sir. there. But to say that, we did have one member on our team who I think it was about 6.30, and everybody else had finally popped up by at least 6.30 oh. that was still sleeping. So that person has been put on suspension and reprimanded and uh, will be will be exposed at the at the conference in Houston oh, uh, this weekend. Not you know exposed what I'm at so the conference. I got to deal with him. E. Not, I gotta the deal with him. not the exposure. Not the exposure. Now, see, but, I do want to say but, this. I know we don't have time. Yeah. I know we I, you know, I know we you know, you do subject matter, but I have to talk on one of these podcasts about credit report. Listen to me. The reason why most of, of you guys can't get nowhere in life, your credit is bad. Your mm. credit is terrible. And I'm not talking about financial credit. I'm talking about your character. I'm talking about integrity. You say one thing, you inconsistent. You say one thing, look, when I say I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, it ain't even 3 no more. It's probably a little earlier. But you you, you paying attention when I tweet it out. You paying attention when I Facebook. And watch this. When I Facebook, when, when, I, when I Instagram, listen to me. Snapchat, listen to me very closely. You know some of those are not programmed. You know they ain't mm -hmm. programmed. And you know E.T. getting up when E.T. say he getting up, right? Listen to me. Your credit is bad. And I'm not judging mm. you. I'm not trying to dog you because my credit used to be bad with my mother-in-law. My father-in-law couldn't stand me. They felt like, yo, you ain't good enough for our daughter. Like, you 19 years old. You ain't got no bank account. You ain't got no home. You ain't got no stability. My credit was bad. They didn't want to talk to me. They didn't want to deal with me. They didn't really like me a whole lot. But when I bought my wife that first home, Oh, come on, my credit score went up. When I start, mm. when I start being on the newspaper in Detroit, <laughs> when I start, when people start seeing me, oh, come on, see, Steve Harvey show. When I start ESPN, uh -huh, when I start traveling the world, when I bought the wife, the 745 Li, then the S550, taking her on trips. When I put my son through high school, he in college now, see, my credit score went up, see? Some of mm. y'all got a 500 credit score and you trying to become a positive speaker. You're trying to start a real estate company. You're trying to do certain things. Don't nobody trust you. Your credit score is shot. Nobody believes in you. Nobody's giving you an opportunity. Nobody's giving you a chance. But let me tell you something. I got, I, this is probably our fourth network already this year that's called us. Our credit score is good. Let me tell you something. We walking out of some of these meetings like, mm -mm, can't do it. Can't. Let me tell y'all what happened. I'm going to tell y'all what happened. I had bad credit for so long with my teachers. Bad credit. Probably my wife. Bad credit. I'm buying hats, doing stuff I ain't supposed to with our money. Bad credit. Let me tell you something. I got my credit score up for real, for real. My wife blessed me, put me on her Discover cards, put me on her stuff without telling me, right? And as she paid her stuff, my credit went up, right? I never forget when I bought the Cadillac. I went in. My man gave me some crazy price, and I was ready to do it because I was so my credit had been bad for so long. I was just like, okay, okay. She said, man, please. You got good credit, E. Tell my man you will walk out of yeah. here. 
Tell my yeah. man you ain't got a ET. You got almost an 800 credit score. Walk out. Tell my man you can't do it. I told my man, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I walked out. My man came out there. Listen to me. We had pulled up a platinum Cadillac. We pulled up the platinum. I wanted a Suburban. She was like, uh-uh. You drove a Suburban for 12 years. Nuh-uh, E. You work too hard. You grind too much. You give too much. You get the best thing on this lot. Man, we walked out. Platinum Cadillac. We walked out. My man hawked us down in the parking lot and was like, I found another creditor. I found another lender. I, I got y'all. I got y'all at the lowest possible rate. You hear what I'm telling you? You going through what you going through because your credit scores suck. Don't nobody believe in you. Don't nobody. You say one thing, but people don't believe you're going to do what you do because of your, cra your track record. But let me tell you something. We walked away from a few Listen to me, uh, not one from a few networks because the deal wasn't right. Are you hearing me? And we ain't we ain't begging nobody. Listen to me. And we ain't compromising and we ain't doing what's in the best interest of the company. Our credit score too good right now in this world, not in the U.S. of A. In this world, we finally built up the credit score. We built it up. And so there are things that we can do, things that we can get things that we can add. Listen to me, y'all. Y'all think I'm geek because of the money. Y'all think, no, you know what I'm geeked about? I'm coming into a city and calling a school saying I want to come to the school. See, they ain't doing no credit check. See, they ain't making me fill out no paperwork. See, yeah, they already know what they, the credit see, they, is. they ain't making me do that. See, I'm walking right into school. They changing the times that the, the instructional time. See, they changing the instructional time. They like eat here. Call, sound the alarm, get everybody in the auditorium, and oh, boom, we're doing our thing quick. and we out. Are you listening to me? Our credit yep. score is so high that we get But we had to build that. He had to build understand it. We had, we had to, build to build it because it. there was a time when we used to go to schools and try to give our services out for free. They and take they them. told us there is no way we can waste instructional time with them listening to two little motivational speakers. Can't do it. Right? But we didn't have a credit score to go after. So we didn't complain about it. We just start building, building our credit. The credit score. Quit complaining about not getting the opportunities to start building your credit. Building your credit score from the ground up. Your credit is suck. You need credit repair. You need credit repair. Oh, for get real. Your, get I'm your weight about, up. Yeah. Yeah, don't go into the caddy dealership with that credit score trying to flex. No, please they don't. They're going to send you to, uh, oh, those don't let the door hit you with the, with a good lower speed. No, no, they'll get you, though. See, what they'll do, though, is they'll. Oh, 27% interest rate. 27% interest rate on a car. <laughs> on a car. Your principal. See, you're paying for the principal. You're not paying for you the car. You pay $2 million for that Cadillac. Yeah, so get your, get your credit score up, y'all. And I'm not talking about cash money, I'm not talking about finances. Get your credit up. And when you get your credit up, you're going to be able to do things, man, you could never do before. So we're going to talk about credit score and credit report uh, report later. We're going to talk about that and kind of help you walk through it. But C said it. We're not bragging. I'm not trying to belittle you. My credit used to suck with the people that mattered most. My daughter was like, Dad, every year, my birthday, you going out of town. I had to rebuild my credit score with my baby girl. She on her way right mm. now to Houston. Right now, celebrating her mm. uh, 18th birthday. I ain't doing nothing on that day. Got her, got her, got the Galleria. We in the hotel. Happy birthday, I got her, boom, look, boom. I, Are you hearing what I'm saying? I had to get my credit score up, y'all. I had to get my credit score up. Yeah, no doubt, man. That's um, that's big time. Happy birthday to Boom Boom, man. That's uh, wow. I can't believe she 18, bruh. I saw her senior pictures. I'm like, Lord have mercy. That's not the same little girl I met. That was with Vivica Fox at the at the conference in L.A. That can't be my boom boom. Yep, so uh, man, up. yeah, no growing doubt, up. man. Con congrats and happy birthday and wow, you got two two grown kids now, bro. Eighteen years yeah, old, both oh, both of them over eighteen. 
I only got my what another seat. 18 years and five months for uh, Avery. That, well, for those of you who don't know, uh, we we decided to name my daughter Avery. Avery. So, yeah, so we'll have little Trey Trey who will be in Houston tomorrow with me, man. I'm so excited to be bringing my family. We didn't get. Let me tell y'all real quick, man. Let me tell you how E dog me out. What? Uh, so E, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? Oh, I sure so do. E, so he, he comes down to Atlanta, and uh, me, his wife Didi, and my wife Candace, and, and I go out to eat. We go to Mary Max. Shout out to Mary Max. We were smashing in there, and it was incredible soul food in there. But anyway, we're sitting at the table, and he was like, man, I'm so excited for this conference in St. Louis. It's going to be the best one ever. And, I, and Candace was like, oh, why is that? He was like, because everybody coming. And my wife and son weren't scheduled to come. And uh, she looked at me like, boy, oh, that's how, oh, man. I was like, E, I tried to kick him under the table, y'all. I was like, yo, straight up, bruh. I was like, come on. He was like, oh, my bad. But it was already out the bag, man. So I was like, uh, I called Tay immediately. Like, please book Candace and Trey a ticket to come to Houston, Houston with me. Please, please don't have nah, my, I can my, say my wife everybody here. So I need you, if you see Candace, before the show start, please say this is the best conference ever. ever. You definitely played me on the last joint. So uh, real quick, y'all, uh, because we, we, we are almost out of time. Listen, BU, uh, breatheuniversity.com. You guys hear what we talk about. You listen to the podcast. You like the podcast. Listen, you need to be getting this information on a regular basis, and that's what we're doing with Breathe University. We're putting these uh, the, the training modules. We have these calls. If you like these podcasts, man, this is candy compared to the main course of what we're doing in Breathe University. Again, we have brought our packages down to as low as $19 a month. I mean, come away, on, there see? is absolutely no reason. You know, I'm not right. happy. And, and, and yeah, no, 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 I, I understand, E, but I really want those of you who say, yo, I'm ready to go to that next level. I need y'all in my life on a more consistent basis. And I'm going to just be real. I get people all the time. Can you can you uh, mentor me? Can you look out? Can you do this? Can you do that? I ask them if they in Breathe University. That's the very first step of trying to even remotely get close to us. Why? Because you've showed that you care about yourself enough to make an investment. You want me to invest my time? You need to invest something. So we've got the packages down to as low as $19, breatheuniversity.com. Go sign up. Go check it out. Hey, y'all, please go to iTunes and leave those reviews. Those, those have helped out tremendously. Y'all know we got on the new and noteworthy uh, podcast section. So if you love the podcast, if you, if you want to see us continue to do this, um, please go leave the review on iTunes. We're going to end with everybody's favorite segment, uh, Ask ET, brought to you by ETA Grind Gear, redefining the grind one day at a time. Listeners to this podcast can receive an additional 20% off at checkout uh, when, when they use the promo code secret to success and guys, that includes the books, uh, Average Skill, Phenomenal Will, and everything else. E, we'll just do one question because I know we got to get out of here. I got to go get the wife from the airport. You got to uh, get back to the hotel. See, I got to get, get ready see, I'm for in tomorrow. the car. It's 80. Look, see, it's not, it's a 90 degrees, see. Yeah, I got the, e, hey, yeah. I'm, we, see, we out in the parking lot with the doors closed trying to get as much, wow. uh, as much because we got to get it done today. Execution is worship, see. So we, I'm talking Execution about it's 90, see. I'm sweating like, I, I'm like, I'm running eight miles, see? So we getting yeah. it in, see? So yeah, yeah, give me no that doubt. question so we can get a, we can get some AC up. Yep, so let's do it real quick. Um, let's see, Ian on Twitter, Running Man 19 said, ET, what do you do to compress, to decompress, sorry, and unwind? 
I go to sleep. I go to sleep, <laughs> see? And then I wake back up ready to rock and roll. That's how I decompress, sleep. That's it, mm. sleep, right? And then occasionally, you know, uh, my wife and I, you know, y'all know we went to Hawaii, you know, um, you know, uh, every now and then, see, you know, we might go to dinner, you know, uh, but we do lunch every day. But I, I really don't decompress like that. We got an opportunity of a lifetime, man, for real. You can't be taking off too much, man. You can't. I'm just being real. You know, I don't. I, I, there's some things that I would tell each one of you, but I've been doing this over 25 years, so I'm not about to give you. You know, I'm not about to tell you some of the things that I've earned after 20 something years. That you're gonna start try to start doing in your second year in the game. You understand what I'm saying? See, right, I'm not, right. You, you're young in the game. You need to be grinding. You you yeah. need to be grinding. You don't need to be asking me about decompressing. You you young. You need to grind. And I see no. I was grinding about 18 years before I met them, and I didn't slow down when I met them. So, I, yes, you need to decompress, but you got to be careful. You're not doing too much decompressing before you're supposed to be doing it. Like, there's you need a re to decompress first. Yeah, this, that's why Steph Curry saying. doing his thing. He going he gonna he gonna rest when he retire. But during the 82, um, the course of 82 games, see, you got to grind all 82. You know, baseball yeah. is like a hundred and some games. You got to grind all hundred. You 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 decompress. When, when your opportunities are no more present, like, but when the mm. opportunities are ripe, you got to grind, bro. You can't be taking breaks when, you can't drink milk when it's spoiled. You can't drink milk when it's spoiled, see? When you buy it, it's fret. You got to drink it then. So let's not focus too much on that right now. Let's focus on the grind. And as long as the opportunity is presenting itself, let's grind. I love it. Well, man, we appreciate y'all listening to the podcast, man. Y'all are outstanding. Our numbers is going up. We appreciate that. Can you guys please tell a family member, a friend to check it out, download it, you know, leave the reviews, man. We're trying to blow this thing up for you guys, please. trying to make it as big a deal please. as possible. Uh, again, for those of you who want to sponsor uh, the podcast or a segment on the podcast, email info at etinspires.com. Check us out at breatheuniversity.com. Check us out in Houston, H-Town tomorrow. We will definitely be at the Breakfast Club probably Saturday and Sunday tickets? morning. Go to etinspires.com to get the tickets. I believe it's only a few left. I know yep. the VIP is sold out. There's only a few tickets out. left. Always. So if you're listening to this in Houston, go get the rest of the tickets. If you're listening and you know somebody in Houston, call them. Tell them to go get the no, tickets. pay for them e, a ticket. Drop a, drop a nugget so we can get out of here, when man. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, <laughs> then and only then when you be, will only you be then. successful. That's the yeah. only that's the only nugget I got for you today. When you go underwater and you can't 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, however many seconds, when you underwater and you can't breathe and nothing else is important to you but making your dreams become a reality, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. That's my nugget. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Secret to Success podcast, man. Thank you, E. I love you, man. I'll love see you, you too, tomorrow. Baby. Let's get to it. Let's get it. All, All right. right. Y'all take care. Go to iTunes. Leave that review.